Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network on Yahoo Sports Radio. Our next guest is not only one of the best and brightest special teams coaches anywhere, he's a longtime friend of the show and my no-hour go-to guy for rock and roll. I'm talking about Bruce DeHaven, who first came to prominence as special teams coach of those great Buffalo Bills teams that went to four straight Super Bowls and who continued that run of success as special teams coordinator or coach in San Francisco, Seattle, Dallas, Buffalo again, and now Carolina with his teams consistently among the leaders in our Rick Gosselin's special teams rankings. If and when we have special teams questions, Bruce DeHaven's the guy we consult first, so it's only natural that we reached out to him for his take on the NFL's new extra point rule. Bruce, thanks for joining us. Oh, glad to be here. First question, Bruce. What, if any, impact will the new rule change have on extra points, and are you okay with it? Are you on board with it? Well, I think the effect will be minimal. I mean, for the most part, uh, uh, your kickers are still going to be pretty good at, uh, at that range. I, I do think that uh, in critical situations, it's going to put a little bit more uh, stress on the kickers that, uh, that um, you know, when they just flashed away from the two-yard line, it, it uh, makes it a little bit more difficult. So I think that, uh, you know, that uh, at some point as you get into the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those guys miss one. I do think, uh, you know, I've seen this talked about, uh, the one thing that uh, about it is that We'll get a heavier rush now from the defense. Uh, you know, you, you see a lot of teams that basically just lean in on guys on extra point rushes. Uh, you, you know, you'll see some of them consistently rush hard, but uh, there'll be a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit better, uh, better rush now, which uh, you know is going to be, you know, the, the injury um, possibilities go up in those situations. For San Diego's Nick Novak, a kicker, you know, said he thinks this will make kickers more valuable. Do you agree? Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily going to be the case. If they moved it back another 10 yards, then I definitely would agree with that. I, I do think that it will will highlight uh, you know what what the kicker does, simply because we're talking about it, that uh, this isn't maybe quite as automatic as it once was. Uh, uh, but but you know, it probably does add some value. Well, we talked about this uh, uh, last week, uh, Bruce, and, and I'm just kind of wondering why the league is even uh, doing anything. You know, when Peyton Manning throws 55 touchdown passes, they aren't changing things to scale back passing. Uh, you know, when a guy's adept at something, they're they're very excited about it, except when it becomes kickers. They become more accurate, and now they want to make the job more difficult. Why do you think that is? Well, there's first of all, there's not much of a, uh, a union for kickers. And so it makes it a little bit easier to do things that affect them, and and they don't get much uh, pushback. Uh, you know, if they were going to do something that, uh, that radically changed what quarterbacks would do, I think they'd have a little bit more trouble doing that. I, I think that's a part of it. It's uh, it's sometimes easier to make changes uh, in the kicking game uh, uh, simply because uh, other than your kickers, your punters, maybe returners, some of the guys that are that are playing a lot on special teams and those special teams coaches, there's not many other people uh, in the league that um, you know, really are that concerned about what you're doing there. Carolina special teams coach Bruce DeHaven is with us on the Talk of Fame Network. And, and Bruce, as you know, this is the second rules change involving kickers in the last four years. But when the league moved kickoffs to the 35, it, it said it was a safety measure, as you remember, to reduce injuries from contact. Okay, I, I understood. 
But here's what I don't get. As you mentioned earlier, you're probably going to have harder rushes here, more contact. And also, by making block kicks or turnovers subject to returns, aren't we increasing the changes for the chances for injuries? I mean, so what's going on? Well, I, I don't know, Clark. It's, uh, the, actually, my hope is, uh, it is the fact that since uh, it probably does uh, maybe increase uh, risk for injury, that, that perhaps at some point they'll look at the kickoffs and say, you know, I don't know that this is making that much difference, and uh, they might move the, uh, the kickoffs back to the 30-yard line. I mean, as a special teams coach, and, and, and I'm at the end of my career rather than starting, so maybe it doesn't mean as much to me, but uh, as a special teams coach, uh, moving the kickoff line to the 35-yard line is is at some point almost going to take all kickoffs uh, out of the league. You know, in my opinion, every year you get uh, these young kickers come in that they're stronger than the than the one that they replaced, and uh, I, I just think that we're moving in on a time where we're just almost not doing any kickoff returns at all. Bruce, how do all these rule changes affect how you go about your job and what you teach your players? Well, the, I mean, that's, the, that's part of uh, the things you got to do as uh, a special teams coordinator. And, and uh, I, I think that you know, there's sometimes a difference between the really good special teams coaches and the leagues and the guys that maybe aren't quite at that same level. And, and all of them are pretty good. But, but I think that, uh, you know, spend a lot of time if, you're, if your team understands the rules and how they work, you know, you give yourself a, a great advantage. And, and, and it's, it's something that, uh, you know, it's not easy because, uh, you know, if you look in the rule book, uh, I think you'll find about 70% of the rule book uh, deals with kicking plates. And, uh, you know, some of the, you know, the, the, the rules that are the, you know, the, the hardest to understand that occur. Well, you know, we, we seem to have a commissioner now, Bruce, who said uh, you might get rid of kickoffs. Uh, and as you point out, they, they may be extinct before long. Uh, on his watch, the league has reduced the number of kickoffs, changed the extra point. What do you think the game would look like from a special teams coach's uh, perspective in 10 years? Or do you think your perspective is going to be in the bleachers and not in, <laughs> not in the coach's booth? Well, you know, this is, you know, I, I referenced this earlier, that I'm kind of glad I'm at the end of my career because with some of the changes that we're, that they are making, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, I mean, we're closing in on a time where there may not be any kickoff returns, which means there's not a whole lot of coaching to do on kickoff. You just flash out of that end zone. Well, now you get into a situation where, you know, you got, uh, you know, you got your punt, your punt return, and, um, and you got your field goal and your field goal rush, which, uh, you know, there's coaching that goes into the field goal and field goal rush, but it's just, it's not as good as it is in, in punt protection and, and covering punts. And, you know, you're getting just, Fewer and fewer parts of the game where you really need a coach to coach it, and um, you know it's, at some point in time, you know you have, you know there might be a fear as if you're a special teams coordinator. Wait a minute, uh, you know they're going to start looking at us and wondering why they're paying us all these this money to you know coach special teams when there's not that many plays anymore. We're going to keep that our secret, Bruce. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I probably couldn't even cross that up now. That I think about it. <laughs> well, Bruce, as I mentioned, uh, you've been around this game for a long time with some very, very good teams and some very, very good kickers. Question for you: If you had a fifty-yard field goal to win a Super Bowl, 
who would you ask to kick it and why? Well, I'd like to make this a little bit of a, uh, maybe a three-pronged answer there, Clark. Uh, if we were playing inside, really the first guy I'd want to have a, have a chance to kick at is Scott Norwood because of what happened to him. I, and knowing Scott, I really believe he'd, he'd go in there and kick the next one if he was indoors. Uh, yeah, but secondly, you know, looking at, at right now the guys are in the league, uh, actually, and and I about have to answer this like this because he's my guy. Uh, you know, I, I take Graham Gano because he's uh, you know he's up there around sixty percent over uh, fifty yards. He's got one of the strongest legs in the in the league. Uh, so, but if you if we have to eliminate him since he's my guy, which makes it easier right here, I think the guy that you probably pick, especially if it was in an indoor game, is probably. Adam Benatieri, and, and the reason I, I pick him is because he's done it before. And I think that uh, with all kickers, uh, my experience in, with them is, you know, they, when they first come in as a rookie, you know, they, they it's a little easier to kick in the exhibition game than it is in the regular season, and then you get to the playoffs, and then those playoff kicks are a little tougher than the regular season, and, and that one you got to make to win the Super Bowl is probably the toughest one of all, and if you have experienced it and done it before and been successful, that next one's going to be a lot easier. And uh, there's a bunch of guys that could crawl in the league now that could probably do that, but I think maybe you could put the area just be, because he's had the experience of uh, making that kick a number of times. Hey, Bruce, is there a place in Canton for Steve Tasker? Well, if there isn't, then I'm not sure what you got the Hall of Fame. And, uh, uh, all I know is the kind of impact that he had on the game when he was playing. Uh, I've, I've been in the league a long time, uh, and I know I can't be uh, – uh, I'm probably the wrong guy to, to ask that the way I, I feel about him. But uh, I know if there's um, – and there's been a lot of great special teams players in the last 30 years. But, uh, uh, you know, if, if Steve Tasker doesn't go in as a special teams player, then nobody should go in. And uh, – you know, and I, as a special teams coach, you know, I look at these things a little bit differently than, than some other people do. But, you know, when I look at some of the, you know, the guys that go in to, as owners or, you know, other things, and, and I think, you know, I'm not sure that they have any more impact on the game than, than a guy like Steve did as a special teams player. And, you know, some of the things he did, he, he forced he forced people uh, to look at the game a little bit differently than what they had before. That uh, you know, you, you saw teams that were, were going out there actually putting three guys on him, uh, you know, trying to hold him up on time. And uh, you know, I know I know Coach Parcells having coached for him down there in Dallas. I remember him telling me that when they uh, they played us in the Super Bowl twenty five, the, the guy he was the most concerned about more than anybody else was Steve Casper and how he might have kept the game. I, I'm wondering, Bruce. You know, if you if you when you look back, and I'm sure you study these guys from back in the day, and see these kickers from the 50s, and see, you know, Lou the Toe Groza, uh, and those kinds of guys. Do you have sort of admiration and respect for those guys, or do you look at them and say, those guys weren't very good kickers? I got tremendous respect for those guys. But, you know, first of all, uh, you know, being a straight-on kicker, it's so much harder to be accurate than it is with the guys that are the soccer stalkers now. And, and the other thing, I, I can remember, you know, that uh, we used to you know that when you when you look at these kickers back there in the seventies and, the, and even into the eighties, the sixties, they were almost all of them, of course, 
chicken off of grass, and and even the you know the natural person of a chicken off weren't as well kept as they are now. Uh, the snappers weren't as good. The holders weren't as good. The protection wasn't good, uh, as good as it is now. The special teams coaches, a lot, you know, most teams, so George Allen came along, didn't even have a special teams coach. And so for these guys to do what they did in those situations, uh, you know, their job was probably a lot harder than what the kickers uh, that we've got today uh, have to do. Bruce Taven, thanks for the time. We know you've taken a medical leave of absence from Carolina, but we also know who you are and that you'll be back on the sidelines soon. I'll be honest with you, we look forward to that day. Thanks again, Bruce. All right, thanks, guys. I enjoyed it. Have a good day. Thanks, Bruce. Take care, Bruce. That was Carolina Special Teams coach Bruce DeHaven. When we return, we'll talk overnight sensations of the 1980s and see if Bruce's Buffalo Bills made that cut. It's the Talk of Fame Network.